0: crap i think i might have to like edit them together or something if anything we'll do a part one part two (laughs) who cares we're not professionals people it's the second show but Uh, so you got another kid on the way congratulations how's
1: How's it going to be handling three uh, uh, i don't know we got one paycheck to go before she gets here (laughs) that's what i've been measuring this in yeah uh it's so weird it wasn't you know obviously we weren't planning on it yeah and, <laughs> boy not, girl mm, girl girl uh it's a pandemic baby so yeah that's that'll Stuck be fine. inside so there we yeah, go yeah well you got nothing else to do yeah uh, it's going to be weird cuz my other two are 13 and Benji's turning 10 on the 15th of February. Mm-hmm. Um, we're supposed to go on the 8th. hmm She's going to be induced. So, it's going to be, like, right there. My mom's birthday's the 9th. Yeah. Anniversary's the 4th. Oh, God, you're going to be back to back <clears> on all this <throat> stuff. Yeah, it's getting to be an expensive month. Yeah. Uh, Ours is pretty close
0: because you got... Valentine's Day, then my birthday is in March, then Whitney's is April, and then our anniversary is May. So it's, if it's I get nice past spaced out, yeah, it's spaced <laughs> out a little bit, and then I get a break through the summer, and then here comes the rest of it.
1: <clears throat> but yeah, that's it's gonna be weird. Uh I do, I like the fact that like this kid doesn't ever have to see me high. Yeah, doesn't ever have like. Yeah like I guess you know a lot of drug addicts think like their actions don't affect everybody else it's it's an internal thing right yeah. it's like it's like my addiction was like I didn't ever like going out and partying with people or anything I just wanted to feel better and just watch TV your own space yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and uh so I' don't, like i I always thought you know this isn't affecting my kids in any way but I'm sure it affected the way I interacted with them the way I parented. uh, Probably. You know, it affected my relationship with Katie. It was it was a secret. You know, secrets in a relationship are just like it never Mm -hmm. doesn't affect it. Mm -hmm. And so it'll be interesting to see how how that works being completely sober. Yeah. And like not just not using and drinking but having a program to, like, help me to deal with life, yeah. at, you know, as it is. That's been the biggest thing, like, that I didn't intend on getting when I got sober. I just I couldn't keep doing it anymore. It was, yeah. like, unfeasible to keep living that way. I mean, did it get to a point to <clears> where
0: <throat> it was just putting you out of it completely, or did you just come to the realization, like, Not, oh, I just
1: need to stop? I was never, like, a heavy user. Mm-hmm. To like the point where I would nod out and stuff like oh, okay if it was nighttime and I didn't have anything else to do the rest of the day maybe. but like yeah most of my addiction was like I gotta just like keep enough to stay high as to find that happy medium kind as of thing. long as possible without running out. That was the thing like because with opiates you run out, you're sick. Yeah and, like they no, faking it, you're sick and Mm -hmm. it's you know it's in the mail it's coming if you run out you're you know out of commission for a week Uh, so like but when i got sober like what i found was like not only did i find a way to quit using and drinking but i found a way to like deal with all those feelings of not being good enough and all that anxiety and neurosis and Mm -hmm. just like you know, a way to live life on life terms. That's what. That's a yeah. A A <clears throat> colloquialism, maybe. Yeah, it's one of those phrases that everybody says, and like, <clears throat> so it's going to be interesting parenting from that perspective, like from the beginning. Yeah, because I like, got you. Like I wasn't high at either of my first two kids' births. But I wasn't like fully here either. I was like, you know, still living in my head Mm -hmm. and just like selfish and self-centered and just, you know, like I could connect to my kids, but it wasn't like, I didn't feel then like I do now. I didn't feel as present and like aware of yeah. life going on around me. Well, you them
0: now like yeah, you do a lot of stuff with them. Like I see all the stuff y'all do from I,
1: Instagram and everything. I, I try to as often as I can.
0: Yeah. That's one thing that I kind of hate <clears throat> with my daughter. She's four now is when she got to the age where it's like, man, we can go out and start doing stuff with her. That's when COVID hit. And that's like, are you serious? <laughs> like she's there now. I'm ready to start doing all this right. stuff with her. And But we, we've gotten there and we you know, do as much as we can with her. Like, that's that's still one of my biggest things now is, like, I, and I do it to myself. I stay stretched thin thinking, am I being a good enough dad? Am I still being the husband I need to be? And then I have to check on my mom because my dad's not here nowhere, and I don't expect anybody else to do right. it. Right. You know, so it's just like...
1: You're going to uh, wear a lot of hats.
0: Yeah, and I just... I get hard on myself, like am I am, am I doing enough with her? Like the word daddy doesn't just come home from work and not do anything. It'd just be the
1: typical nineties <clears throat> sitcom dad. Yeah, that just I like, mean, comes and home and gets in the chair and like my stepdad was that
0: type of guy. He was a he was a provider. He wasn't really the affectionate type. You know, he Yeah. When I was small he took me fishing and stuff like that. But other than that, when I got older it was just he he paid the bills and if he told you to do something, this is what you do.
1: Yeah
0: i didn't want to be that dad i wanted to be the one that come home you know play with her and interact and stuff like that i don't i didn't want to be that at all mainly because i didn't know my real dad until right right after my stepdad passed away i find him and then probably would have been better off not but you know (laughs) everything happens for a reason i guess yeah I got to find yeah. find out some things. I mean, I look just like the dude. If I had a mullet and it was curly with a <laughs> Leonard skinner hat on, yeah,
1: and him all day. But yeah, that's... I don't know. Parenting's such a trip, dude. Because like, none of us know what we're doing. No, none no. of us. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> like, and when I was a kid, I thought for sure my parents had it all figured out. Oh yeah. And like. And I guess you're supposed to, because you got to trust somebody in this world. Yeah. And that, luckily, my, I mean, my parents had the fair share of problems and things, but like, they did the best they could, and I think they did a great job. Yeah. You know. Uh. But like, as I get older, and uh. Go coming up on the third time going through early parenthood, it's like. I'm pretty sure everybody's just making it up. As they as go, you know. yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, like, all we can do is pretty much do the best we can with what we got to work with. And, like, I think that comes through because, like, <clears throat> you know, my dad had, you know, an alcoholism problem. Okay. And looking back now in recovery, like, I can see how he was the way I was when I was in active addiction mm-hmm. and you know draw those parallels and see you know motivations for ways he acted and stuff that I didn't like or whatever and yeah <clears throat> but like even given all that the fact that like he was doing the best he could with what he had and like he was always engaged like trying to get me to do stuff you know yeah. wanted to you know was a part of my life and you know when he was overseas
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know obviously it'd get like 6 months without him but like when he was home it was you know he was doing stuff with me yeah and uh but looking back on it I'm like you know he was just as afraid and scared of life as I am now <laughs> exactly <laughs> and like you know just holding things together monetarily by the skin of their teeth just like i do
0: well then too <clears throat>
1: his, his age
0: and the years he grew up i feel like back then men couldn't be vulnerable the way they Absolutely. are now and it meant that like yeah. they were weak or having a hard time so it's like i'm gonna drink sure. i'm gonna do this and now i feel like our age group started breaking that barrier to where
1: yeah we, we I, still got I, the I, ways to go but yeah we're for getting sure there. it's like yeah, and there's still those dudes out there who laugh at you for going to therapy or something. But like,
0: I mean, if it wasn't dude, for, if yeah. it wasn't for my wife, I probably would have done therapy because I've mentioned to her before. Like with a, with a man, when we start having issues, is like not saying that she's ever done that to me, but like most women look at it and go, "Oh, well, he's a man; he'll man up and deal with it." You know, right? That's this not whole, always the case. This
1: man up idea.
0: It's, it's such garbage. It's
1: it's nonsense because <clears throat> like. We got just as many feelings and intricacies in our brains and stuff yeah, as, women as they do. do, yeah. And it's it's just something somebody made up to keep everybody going to work. In my personal <laughs> opinion, anybody that can admit they got issues
0: and want to work on it, and go to therapy, that takes more of a man than somebody that doesn't. It, it's to admit it's, it's their the, faults. It's and... the
1: classic conundrum, like strength through weakness. Like, mm-hmm. what do they say in AA? Surrender to win. Yeah. You know, that's, that, it's like a recurrent theme in my life. I've got to get to a point where I'm uncomfortable or miserable enough to where I say, I need help. I can't do this. Yeah. And then once I reach that point, it's like the way the world's off my shoulders and I can actually get better. Yeah. And fix problems that I have. It's crazy. Yeah. Because like everything in me, you know, I, whether it's through programming or, society or whatever everything in me is like just get up go to work make the money pay the bills and like handle it yeah yeah. (laughs) this is your job you're supposed to handle everything (laughs) yeah and it's like i you know i can't and i'm not supposed to be able to and like i gotta rely on you know god to do it for me, yeah. Cause like when I start trying to like grab a hold of everything in my life and manage it, and
0: it's just so much, man. When and I'm th-
1: like the puppet master up here and trying to get people to do things I want and yeah. people to be the way I want them to be, and it don't work, and like all that that accomplishes is makes me more miserable because nobody's doing what I want them to do and things aren't working out. Yeah, and, and I feel like it's my fault. Cause I didn't manage it good enough. Yeah. And like, who came up with that idea? Like, you know, we were kind of like put here to have a farm and some <laughs> animals and have some kids and just like enjoy the scenery and exist, yeah. you know, in communion with God, if that's what you like, you know, <laughs> and like and in it's nature turned into and stuff. so much more. And we've, as humans, we've just put all this pressure on ourselves to accomplish things, and accomplishments are great. Like, yeah. I, love, I love the internet, <clears throat> it's awesome. It's, it's made the world smaller where I can connect to people everywhere. But, like, yeah.
0: then it can be depressing <clears throat> to some people that look at everything that
1: certain people are doing or you think they're doing. Yeah. You know, it's a, <clears throat> it's, it's a two way street there because, like, I've met some of the coolest people. I've, well, I've never met them physically but like just talking to people them that I know them. like good friends on the internet especially since you know covid like forced yeah, me cuz I couldn't go to AA meetings anymore yeah at the time it was just like <laughs> shut down so we had to start doing them on Zoom yeah and like I met people from Australia and Ireland and England and that's great. formed all these cool you know international bonds because of the internet at the same time part of me wishes like the whole thing would collapse and we just go back to like hunter gatherer society because <laughs> it would really take the pressure off me if i didn't have to worry about paying bills all the time and doing taxes and yes all that all the little paperwork parts of life
0: you know, the one thing where COVID, like, had people at home and stuff, and, like, w- when it first started and got bad, they split us up into two groups. Like, we were off a week, work yeah. a week. One thing I saw, like, this past year, like, with places getting off for Thanksgiving or Christmas that normally wouldn't, that was, like, one of the only benefits to COVID is, like, oh, you finally realize, like, families is it. Yeah. And I've <laughs> had to, like, you're talking about all the pressure. I had to train myself to, like, when I leave that place up there
1: yeah that's where it stays
0: don't it. come <laughs> in this door still mad and I can't say I don't I don't ever do it but I've gotten so much better it's like it's, it's a <laughs> skill you gotta practice Yeah, Just, when uh, I leave there cut it off and it's like families first yeah God, family and then the rest of it can come in
1: line cause like what you know we're not and we already talked about we're not gonna get into any kind of politics yeah but with the political climate of the world today like societal collapse is a real possibility (laughs) yeah it's getting it wouldn't blow my mind if like the whole thing just went crazy and there was you know war on american soil and all kinds of crazy stuff so if that's what we're kind of looking at then what am i so worked up about (laughs) a job (laughs) for (laughs) like the one thing i'll go into like then we'll stop on the politics
0: thing and it could have just been me being young i don't ever remember elections being as crazy and as outlandish as they are today yeah well, like it, i mean of course everybody i want this person i want this i don't know <clears> if it's social media now or just it's
1: definitely that
0: yeah uh. <laughs> but it just turns into it's almost like a reality show like when trump and biden were going i'm like this is all we got
1: the, right <laughs> are you serious this we is, got this a is man to. that
0: used to be a reality TV show, and then we got another guy that can barely function. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, it it really like I don't know. It it, it made me kind of uh, lose that childlike trust in like the American system that everything's like. Working out okay for us. Yeah, like what what their
0: structure that they have is going to work. Yeah, we're not a perfect
1: country. We don't Mm. have it all figured out. No one (laughs) does. (laughs) And like, you know, that may seem unpatriotic, but it's just
0: it's just truth, though. Really,
1: you know, we're really going with this experiment to like, you know, have all these different kinds of people living together in one united group of states yeah and it's you know we're still going through growing pains with all of it so like well
0: a lot of the stuff you see in in the media and everything they always focus on the negative stuff and just how bad things is stuff like that's went on forever they're just putting a camera at your (laughs) hip at all times to do it but if you actually get out and experience life it's not as bad as it they make it out to be it's just not and
1: and there's there's a lot of you know I'm looking at this through my experience of course yeah and everybody's is gonna (coughs) be different but like I think the uh, the fact that we all have recording equipment in our pocket immediate connection to everywhere in the world in our pocket (laughs) yeah like it's gonna either be the undoing of you know America or it's gonna be the uh, catalyst for like some sort of change yeah on a large level. It, <laughs> yeah. I can see it going either way. And uh, you know I'm here for it either way. I'm, yeah I'm gonna show up and do my part and participate. Yeah. as best as I can with what I've got to work with and, and like if it don't work out eh, <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to be here me and my kids and my wife are going to be alright Yeah. But if we got to move out to the woods somewhere and build a cabin and hide fine Yeah. I'll do it with them and it'll be great you know? yeah and I won't have to worry about taxes <laughs> so <clears throat> well, we took a what
0: was it last year I think we took a trip to the to a cabin on the weekend and just to sit there do nothing just enjoy nothing like Mm -hmm. took books and everything it was so great dude because it's almost like when you go on a vacation it's a it's work like like we got let's go look at this place let's go look at the shark in a jar again at this place
1: to have a good time yeah and you're trying to like grasp at having a good time and hold on to it we gotta go to all these different places to say oh we had a fulfilled vacation no I want to rest when I go (laughs) on vacation and get a stress relief so summer of 2020 uh, my employment with AT&T ended Mm -hmm. and like that came with a you know sizable severance yeah and so suddenly I had the money and the time to just like Go on a vacation and do whatever you want, whatever anything yeah. except Disney World because it was early pandemic still, yeah. Shut down, and yeah. <laughs> so, like, we took the kids up to Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge mm-hmm. and uh, like, rented a little cabin thing for a week and uh, did everything all the little attractions and stuff that they, you know, go carts and
0: yeah, everything. The, they- Everything <coughs> Pittsburgh had to
1: offer that we wanted to do, we did it. Mm-hmm. And like, but we also, you know, did, went through Cade's Cove and went to, uh, Clingman's Dome, which is this really cool, it's actually right in the corner of North Carolina, but it's in okay. the Great Smoky Mountains.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and, you know, walked up into the clouds, basically on top of this mountain, and, uh, where you can look out over all this, this whole area of the Smoky Mountains. and Yeah. Like, that was free. Oh. <laughs> you just, like, show up. And just go do and, it. And Yeah. I, it cost me about 50 bucks for some jackets when we got to this little ranger station mm-hmm. up at the top, because it was freezing. Yeah. Like, it was warm at the bottom. It was middle of summer. Yeah. But it was morning, and by the time we got to the top of the mountain, it was, like, cold, cold. mm mm-hmm. And, uh. But, like, a couple weeks ago, I was talking to Benji, and he was like, what was your favorite part of that? And that was his favorite part, was, like, being at the top of a mountain, walking through the clouds, just, like, hanging out in nature. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if he remembers most of the – I'm sure he does. He's got a vault for a memory, but, <laughs> like, that's – he didn't mention any of the other cool stuff we did. That's what he remembered. I guess that goes back to the old cliches, the simple things. It really is. Because that's, that's like something you, like, I can do any of that other stuff in town here. I can go to the trampoline park. Yeah. Uh, not in town kind of, here, but in close by. But, like, being in this, like, majestic mountain and, like, experiencing that for the first time, that's not something you can just, like, go... <clears throat> purchase at walmart no no no. something you got to put in a little work to do and then like once you're there you got to like stop and breathe and be there yeah to, to appreciate it and i that was like the last day we were up there too so i didn't have like any anxiety about getting back down the mountain and doing other stuff yeah having to be somewhere that was just like it's the last day I'm here, I'm present, I'm in the moment, I'm, like, with my family, this is it. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. That kind of changed my feelings about vacation after that, because it was a lot of work getting around town to all the stuff. But Yeah.
0: Well, we took all the, uh, we took my daughter and my two nieces down to the beach this past year, and... So, <clears throat> we planned out different days to do different things or whatever. So, we all go out so everybody can get a shirt and do it. I'm like, y'all want to go to the game park or y'all want to go ride bumper cars or whatever? All they wanted to do was be on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's that's awesome. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> that that's all they needed. Like, they would sit out there all day if you'd let them. You know,
1: going back to what you were saying with that. and That's the beach, man. That's You know, <clears throat> my dad was in the Navy, so, like, I was born – Beachside, basically and really? just like lived near beaches for the early part of my life anyway mm-hmm. and like that's like that's my connection back to that's like grounds me when i can be near the ocean yeah and i figured out it's got something to do with just how like incredibly big it all is yeah and i'm just like this little this little insignificant <laughs> thing here yeah. on the shore of this thing that I have no control over, could never hope to have control over, and I can just, like, stop and just be there and s- just feel all that, yeah, that just the take weight it in. of all that water. Just, like, there's something that makes me really calm when I get near that. Yeah. Really,
0: to me, my favorite part when I go down there is just sitting. Like, we rented a beach house somewhere right on the beach. I was just sitting there. I was playing music. And I had a drink like that. That for me was all I needed. Yeah. I didn't need anything else, and it was just like you said, a
1: break from everything. Mm-hmm. It was just that, oh man, that. <clears throat> so something else that I've started doing since getting sober is meditation, mm-hmm. and just you know, kind of basic mindfulness, being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. That that'll get me out of all my feelings, just just as well head. as drugs did. Yeah. Without any of the side effects. And, like, we went, I guess it was, like, a year or so after I first got sober, we went to the beach and, like, went down, like, at night after we were all done with our beach stuff for the day and just, like, made me a little spot to sit in the sand and just, like, do a 15-minute meditation, just, like, sit there and be present. Yeah. And uh, that, I just got this, like, wave of gratitude just for, like, just to be able to be alive and be there at that moment. And that, like, kind of cemented in my mind, maybe, Mm -hmm. that just, like, that's the answer. If I'm, like, in whatever kind of mood about whatever in my life, like, if I can just stop and <clears throat> remember my place, like get myself back down to a, to a, the right size, yeah, and like just be present, that that changes everything for me. Cause like I never had that kind of tool, you know, growing up. You know, I was in church. Yeah. You know, had had God there or whatever, but I didn't have any practical way to like connect with god on any kind of level i could pray but a lot of time i felt like i was praying like and it was bouncing off the ceiling and back around the room but like when i can just stop and like recognize my own insignificance especially in relation to god and like creation yeah if i can just stop and do that that's like that's the answer to most of my problems in life is just
0: being able to stop
1: and let me be grateful for that. Let me just, like, appreciate life. Yeah.
0: I feel like jobs now, especially with these days and how vocal people are about mental health, really need to get something like where you have sick days. You, Mental health, health days should be a thing. For sure. <clears throat> because the grind of work and family, like you said, bills, everything, can get on you. If you have, like, I want to use this day to take me in and exactly like what you said, just mm-hmm. kind of. Stop everything and just be grateful for the things you do have, and not worry about everything else. Like, yeah,
1: you're okay. Your bills are paid, or you to take a sick kids. day when you're not sick. Yeah, yeah And exactly. just like take a take a well day.
0: Yeah, a know? wellness day. I, that that really needs to become a thing, because so many you can just see it, as, especially for me, because we're all the where I work at, we're all that certain group is around each other all the time, and there's so many frustrations in that business what we do
1: and it's just like man sometimes you just need a break from this crap Mm -hmm. you know and it's funny like like big corporations have started taking meditation but like using it to get more production out of people yeah (laughs) like perverting it and doing these like meditation seminars like you know, sponsored by the company. But what they're trying to do is, like, get you to work more. Get you to be. (laughs) They're twisting it for their benefit. Right. They want you to be as present as you can while you're at work. Yeah. Forget what happens after you get off, but, like, while you're here, yeah, Mm -hmm. take a deep breath. Get to your desk. Get -hmm. ready to do a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, like, you're kind of missing the point of it. (laughs) Yeah. It's always comes back to work with you guys.
0: Yeah. maybe it'll get better as time goes by like they'll start looking realizing people need it i hope so anyway
1: yeah, it could anything's possible
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day everybody when you go to work i mean let's be real it's about making money and profit and yeah. keep going
1: yeah and that, that. that's what it always comes back to but
0: like, who invented the five-day work week and the two-day off? And these, yeah, I want to meet that person. Yeah, like If I had a time machine, that's who I want to meet. One of them, at least. Yeah. You need to reconfigure that, dude. Because, yeah.
1: <clears throat> it's like, why are we working? Why are we doing all this work?
0: Yeah. yeah, I can remember my dad when I was younger, when he'd take vacation days and he'd be doing stuff around the house. I'm like, why are you doing that? Do, uh, <laughs> do something fun or go enjoy yourself. And yeah. then now here I am in the same shoes. Like, dude,
1: yeah. Uh, now Just I get gotta, it. got to take those vacation days to do the home stuff yeah. that doesn't get done because you're exhausted at the end of the workday.
0: Enjoy your vacation. I am. I'm putting in a new sink, new floor. Yeah,
1: yeah great. And there's <coughs> something to be said for that kind of stuff because I get way more satisfaction if I do something for my family or for me so yeah. that my life will be better, like I don't know, replacing a sink or whatever. Like, Like when I got a dishwasher finally. After yeah. years and years of having a broke one sitting there, like, I just <laughs> invested in, like, a nice dishwasher that actually cleans the dishes. Yeah. And, like, it's expensive, and I'm going to have to pay that off. And it was a lot of work getting it to fit in there and all this <laughs> stuff. But, like, when I can sit down and, like, use an actual plate for dinner instead <laughs> yeah, of instead just of constantly buying paper plates, yeah. like... I do get some satisfaction out of that a lot more than I do from just doing work at work, for the sake of money. I feel you, man. Like when I do stuff around the house and like it, uh, like
0: anything like that, and a lot of it, I'm going. To thank God for Google, but you know, I look at it Dude. like, how did my dad or how <laughs> did my granddad know how to do this certain stuff? They didn't. They were just going into it, and you yeah. had to figure it out along the way. It's and I've learned that with a lot of stuff.
1: We're really fortunate. <laughs> even if we can't find it on YouTube, which you can. Yeah, oh, yeah. Whatever it is that you got to work on, it's out there. Oh, yeah. But even if you can't, you got this digital f- camera, <clears throat> and you just take a picture before you start taking something apart. And each step, you take another picture. Yeah. And By the time it, you got it apart, you've got to reverse engineer diagram here of how to put it back yeah, you together. got your own instructions right yeah. there that's where that went and yeah. that's how it was angled and that's like that, that's a skill I, I learned from my dad was just like remember what you did taking this apart <laughs> yeah so if nothing else you can get it back together
0: i swear like i wished i would have like my dad was real good with working with like small engines and stuff for lawnmowers and everything I wish I'd have paid attention to that when I was younger, but then, you know, you don't care. But right, you got other things to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, where are we going for this weekend? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm riding with Ben and Brandon and them to go to see the oh, street races God. to get busted when we come I home. I forgot about that. I have never forgot that story <laughs> because his dad comes down there and is all mad, and we're all standing there, like, yeah, What
1: was, was it, six in the morning? Yeah. So I was like, Dude, I'm just gonna walk back to my house, and my parents are like, "I didn't understand the gravity <clears throat> of that situation when I was in it." <laughs> no, no like, like we were looking at like we just went and watched cars, watch cars. Why are you at so some mad? Some cool cars, but no, we were like up there risking our lives, going really fast, and in a four-cylinder Dodge Neon that wasn't made for that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> and with with and minors
1: they, in the car. Yeah, I was the oldest one <laughs> in like <laughs> yeah. the responsible party there. And, but like, I'm I can remember like, we
0: got pulled over at, uh, cause we were taking back roads and, um, we Ma pulled Vella? over maybe, yeah, we got pulled over at, purple lights. Yes. <laughs> and you had, uh, the, whatever the tag is. Cause your dad was a cop. The fuck tag. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> you get pulled over and I'm like, man, I got to pee really bad. <laughs> so I go to get out of the car and the cops like, where are you going? And I'm like, I got to pee, bro. You pulled us over for purple lights. Yeah. You know, at that age, I didn't, it yeah. just, I didn't grasp the situation of what was really happening. But
1: Yeah, that could have went all kinds of sideways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost got left, too, whenever we were on Lakeshore and they dropped off. Because I was like, well, the door's halfway open and you're, like, I flooring was, it. I was nervous, ready to get out of there. I saw all those <clears> blue lights coming.
0: Yeah. That's such an awesome memory to have, though. It <laughs> was
1: so fun. It's amazing we lived. Uh, Very true. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, if my kids showed up talking about doing that kind of stuff, I I would lose my mind. But well, the one the one thing I always have with my parents, no matter which I never done anything
0: really bad, but no matter what it was, if they asked me, I just went on and told them because I didn't want to lie because I knew it was gonna. You know, they knew. Yeah. Because <laughs> the parent, the other parents, then told them. Well, that morning I got home, they're like, What are you doing up so early? And I'm just gonna tell you, I haven't been asleep. Brandon's dad just come down and jumped on him. We went to the street races last night instead of staying at JJ's house. Oh, uh, and they were they were mad. And I'm just they're like, You're never doing that again. You're grounded for a week and I go back to my room getting ready to lay down. I'm like, if I get a chance to go back, I'm going. I saw right. a Toyota Supra tonight. Never seen one before.
1: Oh, was that the night?
0: We met the silver Steven, one?
1: The Steven Tyler look-alike? Yeah. Yeah. And he, he fussed at J.J. for stomping on that spider. Yeah. <laughs> All I could think about was Will Smith and Men in Black when he did that. Yeah. <laughs> Man. That, that unlocked some core memories there. That's crazy. <clears throat> That's some of the main memories I remember, like, getting to hang out
0: with you, really, to be honest. Because <clears throat> – you and Brandon, y'all were in that band there for a while, so I didn't see either one of y'all. F- yeah, for a minute with that.
1: It's funny, like when, like I was looking back when I knew I was coming to do this, I was like, like I never hung out with this guy, just me and him before. That was, is true. And I was looking at like how, like how I formed the relationships with the people that I did. Yeah. And I figured out it was, like, I never, like, actively tried to hang out with any particular people. Mm-hmm. I just, like, whoever latched on to me and called me and said, let's go do this, that's where I was. Yeah, I was just game f- I was for, for it. I was like, whatever. And mm-hmm. I think that worked out good because I, I got a really well-rounded, you know, group of people that yeah. I grew up around. And maybe that's got something to do with growing up. In the military, you know, and yeah. as a military brat, like moving all these different places, meeting different kinds of people. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I think that <clears throat> I didn't take any kind of active role in friendships. Yeah, I never I saw just like, like like that one guy you were always with all the time. Right. I, yeah. I had different eras with different people who were like into hanging out with me at that time. Yeah, and. It's, it's, it's just a strange thing to think about. I've never, like, at, thought about that before. Like, how did how did I do relationships in high school and yeah. college age?
0: Yeah, I had actually told Wes, I was like, I think Ben's going to be the next person I can get to get on the podcast. And he's like, my Ben? I was like,
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. People just, like, because latched on and, like,
0: we're going to find out if Wes really listens all the way through now. Yeah. So, Wes, if you're listening, I can remember when you went to work at G&H, he was like, I don't know about this Ben guy, man. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I don't know. I just I don't know about him. I was like, he's a good dude, man. I was like, I will say he's different than some people. <laughs> I Like, not in a bad way, but – and
1: then here we go, years down the road.
0: Yeah. Y'all are really good friends, you know.
1: That's funny. If If you ever get him on here, get him to tell you about – when me and Katie were both working at Wendy's, mm-hmm. that was like the first time he like saw me yeah. and registered that I was a human being in <laughs> in, in town, yeah, I existed, and like apparently he remembers it, but
0: yeah, I hope to have him on pretty soon. The only problem with that one is me and him tend to argue over the dumbest things, yeah. <laughs> And a lot of it was him. He used to be able to trigger me so good on certain things, and now today it doesn't work (laughs) because he tries it all the time. I'm like Wes, you're trying to do
1: that, but it doesn't work anymore.
0: I don't want to score for
1: personal development. Yeah, that's good stuff.
0: We fought over the Chuck Taylors and Iron Man for at least a year and a half or more. What about them? He was like, they were leather. I was like, no, they were the original ones. They were vintage, like original. He's like, no, they're leather. And Google was around at this point, but for some reason we were just like, <laughs> "No, I'm right, you're wrong." So we
1: finally looked it up, and eh, he was right. I had to give it to him. They were leather chucks. But those, those are great. I've got a pair. They're not. I, I don't have the, like the shiny leather, but I've got like the suede ones. They're padded. Yeah. Awesome.
0: I I just told Whitney. She she said, "What do you want for your birthday?" I, said, I want some leather chucks because my other ones are about to bite the dust. Yeah. That's
1: a good investment. Yeah. But that's. The thing with Wes, like, I know what you're talking about. Where he'll like, he he loves to get on something and, and, argue. and be kind of like, I don't know what the word is, but like what what I figured out, and I bring it up with him in most conversations, <coughs> is like he's got this thing. It's called contempt prior to investigation. Yeah, and like, like. I think the first time I noticed it was, like, trying to get him into different kind of music and stuff than what he listened to. Oh, it used to be bad. And it was, like, if he didn't think he was going to like it, then...
0: His mind was made up. Right.
1: Yeah. And, like, I, I think I had a little bit of a influence on him there to where, like, he'll give stuff a shot now. That really makes sense because for a
0: very long time, whether it be music or if it was movies, whatever... I almost dreaded talking to him because I was like, "If everybody likes it, he's be like, I, I, I didn't like it because of this, <laughs> and I'm doing this because I'm gonna be different." Right. And now, we're not roasting you, Wes. We're just telling how it was. But <laughs> <laughs> now no, we have none of this right. is
1: anything I wouldn't say to his face. Oh yeah,
0: exactly. I think he knows neither one of us would do that. But like talking to him about,
1: we talked about that new Spider-Man
0: on the way home the other day, and he, it. It was just crazy because we could never agree on stuff back in the day. He was like, Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. I was like, yes, thank (laughs) God that we're not going to argue on that one. But he's definitely changed his pace on that stuff for sure.
1: Oh. All right, what else?
0: Well, we've covered music. We got a little political. There's movies. There's... We cover parenting.
1: Covered Dexter.
0: Yeah. One of the best shows, oh, definitely yeah. in my top five. With House, House <laughs> was the first show. Another show about addiction. Yeah, that, that I ever one of my favorites. That I ever like. I when I was younger, I was never a TV guy. I always watched movies, and I was stuck out of town working somewhere, and I just happened there was nothing else on. I was like, oh, let me give this a shot, and I was like, who wants to watch a movie about a house? Or a show, <laughs> but then when I say it, it hooked me. Like I'd find myself riding around town and looking at my phone. Oh God, I got to get home. It was before DVR, so. Oh. Yeah, I had to be there every Monday at seven.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that yeah. was a great show, though. The,
1: it's 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 the same thing that hooked me with that show. Is what hooked me with Dexter. Is like I can identify with this guy. He's like. He he's got this, this dark. Dark passenger is Dexter. Yeah, He's got this other thing about him that like,
0: well, there was one episode where they touched or he didn't say it, but I think it was Cuddy. And uh, what was his friend? Wilson, Wilson, Cuddy and Wilson talked like, is it because he's so smart and above everybody else? He wants to keep that high to where he doesn't get bored with every conversation he has situations mm-hmm. in life. I remember a couple episodes touching on that. Yeah, And then there's,
1: Surely he was in pain
0: from what he had, he, but
1: he had legitimate pain, and it, all those episodes with his relationship with his parents—he had all kinds of childhood trauma. Oh yeah. <laughs> to like, and that's the cool thing about opiates is like, they're great at killing physical pain, but for what they're worth, they they will destroy emotional pain at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if it weren't for all those pesky side effects and withdrawals and stuff, they'd be great. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they kind of just, like, numb your entire world out eventually. Yeah. But, yeah, that was... <clears throat> it was a really... It's, it's funny looking back on it now in recovery because, like, there's little seeds of recovery in those shows. Yeah. Not Dexter so much. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty much unapologetic about his thing. But a lot of... Movies and shows and characters that I identified with had that like redemption arc in their story, mm-hmm. and like, you know, those little seeds got planted along the way. It took me forever to figure out that I could like get better,
2: because mm-hmm.
1: I think I had to get to a point where I realized I was bad. Yeah, uh, you know, not doing well first.
0: I I I know where you're coming <clears> from because pills were a thing around here. I mean so many people had them and when I was younger we would drink and stuff, you know, yeah. lower tabs and all oh, that yeah. would be around and so I know I, I know remember. the feeling, you're, yeah. <laughs> I know the feeling you're talking about like cuz it would just make you like, oh it's, man, it's nothing's it's bothering neurona, me. I mean, dude, it's
1: it, it is. It's like I compared it to like it's like the ultimate state of just being comfortable. Yeah. Like it's, it's it's comfortable. That's that's the yeah. best thing I got for it. It wasn't like I wanted to get way high out of my mind. I just wanted to like be able to chill.
0: Yeah, just on, get you to like a comfortable a point. Other, yeah.
1: And just be like the well, see, most comfortable.
0: I use uh CBD now a lot and uh yeah. Pure Canna is the one I use. It's Delta Eight and Delta Eight Gummies. <clears throat> And I take them – I don't take them every night, but if I ever am in a stressful point or just where I'm on edge, I can take it, and it it almost does the same thing. That makes sense. And Yeah. They've they've helped me a lot with anxiety. And, like, when my dad passed, like I was saying, like, helping my mom, and then just – there was a point when my dad got sick, I didn't want to accept it. So I was drinking all the time, and I was having people coming over here. And me and Whitney had only been together in this house for right at a year, or it wasn't even a year when we found out. So, and she told me later on, like there was multiple times, she was like, "I don't know if I'm going to deal with this or not." Right. And thank God she's still here with me because I wouldn't be nothing without my wife at all. But like, <clears throat> I use that not to deal with everything else. Yeah, you know, well, and and it, it made and I would feel like shit the following morning like <laughs> I need to take her out and go do all this right. but it wouldn't, it still didn't wasn't
1: good enough you know I needed to yeah. change and that that's the thing like for me and a lot of addicts and a lot of people not necessarily addicts but people who've had you know problems mm. drinking and using in their life like yeah. I think for most of us it's just we find this through a roundabout way, we find a way to treat the pain that we're feeling. Yeah. That we might not want to acknowledge, like, especially with, you know, the whole toxic male got yeah. to be strong and do all, you know.
0: That, that was the first point in my life where I ever used drinking for other than having fun. Just for fun. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Where it became like a... Like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to have my people around and we're going to do all this and we're up to early in the morning and she was working weekends then and still in school. Yeah. So that that's was the, cause you I've always been the type of person if I'm down, mad, whatever, my release was listen to music, go get in the car and just drive. Mm-hmm. That was always my release and I still do it today, but that was the first time to where I took it and said, I'm going to drink because I don't want to think
1: about right. what's going on.
0: This ain't happening, <laughs> you know?
1: And that, yeah, that's uh it's a trap a lot of people fall into and it like you know I've got no kind of judgment if people want to drink or use this yeah, yeah it can be fun
0: mm-hmm. I,
1: don't, I don't think there's inherently anything wrong yeah. with like you know i I'm, I'm honest
0: I'm honestly now if I ever do drink. It's whenever I have people over, maybe we barbecue, or if I'm watching a fight with a friend. Yeah. It's just having a beer, like we yeah. just had this energy drink together. Yeah. Like, it's that's where a, it is it's now. a little,
1: little social lubricant. Yeah. And, like, you know, and for most people in the world, it's not a problem. For, like, 10% of us, it's a giant problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, we find that one thing that works, and, like, I never thought about, I'm going to start using opiates every day so I can live. Yeah. It's just like the way it worked out. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah. Yeah, you
0: never plan on going into it that way. But once you get to that point, it's like, I feel like me, or I, I'm not so stressed,
1: or I'm just able to let go. Yeah. And it then was, you keep it doing was, it. it. It was being able to just exist. That was that was what I was really looking for, I think. Yeah. It was just being able to be here and be okay with it. Yeah. And like that's what I found now. <clears throat> like like the moment I had at the beach where I just kind of like yeah. was there. Like I found that. And I think it's a more true version of that for me. It's like it's real. Yeah. It's not just like a you know, put a coin in the slot and Click a button and there it is. Yeah.
0: it's kind of kind <clears> of <throat> going back to the whole high school thing. When I moved up here, I was raised by a single mom, so like hunting and all that was never a thing for me. I wasn't nothing like these kids up here because I was. Right. It it took me a long time because there's still people here that's lived here for years that don't even know who I am, and it was because I just didn't connect with a lot of the people here.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's like when I first met you, I was like, this this dude. Different from what's here, right? You know, I found certain people I could hang out with, and that it was in the middle where I felt like I fit in. But
1: fitting (coughs) in through connecting in in our differentness, yeah,
0: (laughs) definitely. And Michael Graves was another one. Like when I first when he first moved down here, I saw him. I was like, this cat's not from around here. When he moved there, I could tell, and I got to talking to him. He was from Tennessee, and this little town, it's not a bad town, but it's just like a, I don't know, like a district housewives kind of thing. got a gotta, small town. Everybody's yeah. got to have the forerunners. Everybody's got to yeah. have this. The kids all are doing this. Oh, so-and-so just got this new whatever. I feel like we need one, too. <laughs> I feel like that's
1: what this... I, I got to say, like, like, I'll get jealous of those kind of people for the stuff they've got sometimes and, yeah. like, the the ease with which they get their houses and their cars. yeah. And, but, like, at the end of the day, I'm so glad I'm not that because it seems, like, <coughs> I know they, each of them has their own individual actual life that they do. Yeah. But just, like, looking at it from the surface, I'd much rather be weird and just, like, doing, doing what seems fun than just to... <coughs> Just I, fitting in. I've looked at it that way before, too. Like, man, how do you have this, this,
0: and this? And But now I look at it and go, wow, you've got so much debt every month you're paying for. Yeah. And, and plus, know. I grew up on the poor side, too. Like, I mean, yeah. I didn't go without, but like, I remember having to work to get my very first, like, nice car, you know, because yeah. I'd done it. My parents just didn't have it, you know, they were middle wage type
1: people. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, my first few cars, like, the Dodge Neon was fun, but it wasn't like a nice car. Yeah. It was fine. It was great for what I needed, which yeah. was just a car to get to school and back, but, like, looking back on, like, how much time I spent, like, <clears throat> thinking about what everybody else had, and, yeah. like, wishing that I had it, and, you know, like just making myself miserable with all the things I didn't have, but, like, I look back now and, like, that's, I'm so grateful for all the, like, the, the struggle because it it made, like, friendships more important. It made mm-hmm. actual, real stuff more Real important. connections right. instead of just... And I look back at a lot of the people that were around, you know, late high school, post high school in town, and i like, A lot of them were really miserable and they had stuff that I thought I wanted. But like you know, like I didn't want to hang out with them. Yeah. They were just (laughs) kinda like you know, not really having fun most of the time. They were out, you know, showing off their cool stuff but
0: Yeah, in a competition with the rest of the people, like, Oh, I got the newest one, you know. (laughs) Of whatever the
1: trend was at that time. I have to catch myself with the kids like like, there's a part of me that still wants for them to fit in and for them to have all the things to make people think they're cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, part of me doesn't want them to feel the way that I felt, but at the same time, it's like, no, that that's real. That's, yeah, it helped mold you. Yeah. I'd yeah. much rather them get to my age and be, like, a real fully realized human with experiences and, like, things about them that are different yeah. rather than them just be a cookie cutter
0: like, we're getting ready for her to start preschool this this year oof. later on and <laughs> I'm so nervous about it like uh, just for that reason yeah. you want them to fit in you don't want them to be bullied and
1: all that oof, and, oof, you know. that's, that's, but, a, that's a rough feeling when you want to go beat up a fourth grader <laughs> yeah and you can't
0: <laughs> yeah and I don't know. It's going to... And I think being in a small Alabama town, and my daughter being interracial is going to be something we addressed at some point. You know, I know it's going to happen. And, like, that's... I feel like we took the... We've done the right things to where she's not going to... Yeah. You know, to prepare for
1: it. But we know we're going to have to deal with it at some point. Yeah, that's... That's... uh. It's a subject I'm surprised we didn't get on. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like race because, like, my family's a hodgepodge. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Like, I wouldn't have it any other way. And, like, <clears throat> it didn't. I, I can look back on it. It didn't affect me. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, yeah. I, I never got any kind of negativity from anybody about it. But, like, just. You know, in recent years, I've started thinking about like the implications for my sisters. Yeah. Like how that must have been. And like, I don't know. It's a whole other thing that I, we probably don't have time to talk about much. But yeah. Like, we,
0: we might, uh, we got a few more
1: minutes. We can keep, we can talk about it, but we're going to, I don't want to drag the listeners
0: out too long. Yeah.
1: It's such a dense, heavy subject. I don't, even, I don't even have any thoughts together on it specifically I just it's it's a it's a strange thing to have in your family in a small mostly white southern alabama town yeah exactly and,
0: uh, which to to me is a lot better now than it was when we were younger but I mean there's part of it a lot of people hide their feelings yeah on it you know, and don't really talk about it, and that's one thing that irritates me more than anything. I'm not perfect by no means, but I pride myself on being pretty honest, regardless if I'm right. gonna hurt someone's feelings or it's not what they agree with. But like I've seen a post that you've put before, where it's like when you're hanging around this dude that thinks you're racist just because you're oh, white, like him. My coworker from yeah. back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and oh, oh, that
1: made me so mad that I've time. had that
0: happen with me before, and. I, and at, at my job, it was one of the places too. and They'll say this stuff, and I don't tell them anything. You know, I'm not I'm not just gonna blurt out and go. Oh, my wife's black, but <laughs> they'll they'll somebody will say, Hey, you know, you were saying certain things, and you know, yeah. he's in an interracial relationship or marriage. They'll come back and start apologizing. I'm like, if you're apologizing yeah. to me, you're being fake because you just showed me who you were a few minutes ago. So like, don't it, don't it, change it, it now. It,
1: it would take a real like you need to go home and sit with that and then come back and apologize after you've like had oh, I, some time I, to think I about it. I didn't mean it this way. Wh- yeah. Yeah, you did, I, bro. I, that, you and did. not to you know what do I know about racism being a white dude in yeah, in mm-hmm. the south, but like like that's the most it's ever affected me is just like having an uncomfortable conversation with a coworker. Yeah. And like my job was never in jeopardy. My life was never in jeopardy. I never felt threatened. Yeah. But I know it felt bad. Yeah. And I can't imagine, like...
0: what well, someone of that race would really yeah, feel like they have, that, have to go through it because there's, there's no way we can. Uh-uh. You know, you can listen and try and yeah. get where they're coming I, from, I, but I can you can't hurt, truly understand it. I can
1: it. hurt on their behalf mm-hmm. and, like, you know, get mad about it. And that's one thing that I've, like... Kind of gotta make some changes in myself, is, cause like I'm not a confrontational person. Like no, you've that's never been. I hate confrontation. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Nothing makes me feel worse than having to confront somebody. Yeah. But like, the, all the racist white dudes aren't gonna listen to what black folks have to say about it. Yeah. And like, if they're gonna listen to anybody, it's probably gonna be somebody that looks like me. Yeah. They're not they're probably not gonna listen <laughs> no but I think it's I think I've got some sort of responsibility to to say something when that comes up yeah make them know it's not okay yeah and then, like they're not just gonna keep getting away with it like they have for the entire history yeah no but like I I I've just, gotta I've gotta get my <laughs> I gotta get my thoughts straight about it And like know what I believe and why I believe it before I can actually have those conversations and I hate the whole I hate the old
0: excuse I was raised that way or whatever that's such a crock man because you know know, I'm around I was around nothing but mainly my family that were white or and their friends and yeah I've heard racist remarks and all that but it didn't make me into that and I'm thankful for that because I've met so many people of many different races that I would have never met if I was that simple-minded. Right. You know, I'm gonna be buried in a box one day. While I'm living my life, I'm gonna live outside of a box.
1: Yeah. Out- and think outside the box. And the thing with like that excuse of being raised that way, like that's that's legitimate, sure. If yeah. if that's how you were raised, then that's what you're gonna believe. You know. It's your responsibility. <sighs> as a free thinking human to like look at what you were raised with and think, you know, is this actually, you know, truth? Is this good? Is this like how humans should treat each other Yeah. and make changes? And if, if you look at it and you don't see a problem with it, then you're a bad person. (laughs) And like if, and it's hard to make changes about the things you were raised with. Like, you know, religion. Mm-hmm. I believe a lot differently now than the things I was raised up in. You know, I still believe in God and have a relationship with him and all that, but it's, it's totally different, different from what you went through. <coughs> cause when you were I, kid. cause, and it really didn't happen until sobriety that I just like took all those things that I believed and was raised into and was like, all right, what am I keeping here?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, and looked at it, and you know, prayed about it or whatever, and was like, "Is this really? You know, is this good? Does this line up with what I believe about God?" Yeah, and you got to take responsibility for the way you're going to behave at a certain point. You can't just yeah. keep using that I was raised that way or making excuses yeah. for other white folks. They were raised that way. Yeah, They're just yeah. old. Yeah, nothing that gets on my nerves more than like an old white dude that just walks up and assumes that you feel the exact same way. Believes, yeah. I I can tell you one thing that, and I I
0: it's not like I make myself do it, and I really never even realized it, but one was a guy at work, and then my wife just a year or so ago. Like I, I had a um, somebody coming to the job, and the guy I was talking to was a black guy, and I don't, I don't even like doing that. Like if I'm telling a story, I don't go like me and this black dude. I've never been that way, and yeah. I don't do it on purpose. It's just
1: well how it's I a, talk.
0: It's a. But it's, I was telling it's a him the Yeah, I was telling yeah, but I was <laughs> telling him I was like a buddy of mine is gonna come up here and we're gonna go to lunch. Is there anything I need to do, or you got something for our leaving? And then <clears throat> my buddy come up there and we went and ate lunch. Come back. He's like, man, you know, the whole time you were telling me your buddy was coming, I was just thinking some, you know, country white dudes just walk up, yeah. and this dude rolls – this black guy rolls up on a motorcycle. Yeah. And then this one guy that worked with us for a long time, he was in his 50s. I always talked to him about sports, an older black guy. <clears throat> but – I always talked to my wife about him because I had a real good relationship with him. I always would call and talk to him and all that. Well, he died from complications of COVID, and I posted a picture of him on Facebook. It was like, "I'm gonna miss you, buddy." It had a great relationship. And Whitney comes in. The entire time you used to tell me about this dude. All that picture was an <laughs> old white guy. <laughs> you know, she's like, and so I felt good about that in a sense, like that. Yeah. You know.
1: There's. Yeah. I don't I, deserve I get, a sticker or anything saying. for it, you know, but right. Yeah. It's and like, it's it's so funny, and we can get off of race eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's funny when I when I'm talking to like older people, you know, I'm going in people's houses fixing their phones and stuff every day. Yeah. And my coworker's black, mm-hmm. and so like, when I will get out there and they'll be telling me about what the last guy did, and they'll be like, it's a, it was the black guy, <laughs> yeah, in a whispering tone. I'm like. Why did you do that? Why why do you feel the need to... Whi- you're, there's no black people even in your house. Yeah. Why do you need to whisper that? And like, what's what's that about? And it's like, there's there's some kind of like, I don't know, deeply ingrained thing where they don't want to mention loud enough for anybody to hear yeah. the word black. And it's like, it's fine. That's like that's just a, a visual thing that we use to identify somebody yeah. that's what they look like and so it's fine like if, yeah. if you feel the need to whisper about it then that tells me there's something more there there's something on your way of thinking that the, you just gave it away like that old idea of being colorblind like you know that's yeah. i think that's well intentioned on the part of white people because like you know you you want to treat everybody the same, but it's fine to like recognize there's differences yeah. between us.
0: Well, one of my one of the terms that people use forever is like I don't see color, and it's like that's stupid because yeah. <laughs> you really need to think differently because you need to see color and you need that because without seeing it you can't can try to understand what they went through right. to that's, get where they are and why they some big, people some are still angry because of the stuff they still yeah. had to go through. Well, that's a because big
1: of factor it. factor in how their life played out. Mhm. It's it's easy for us to say that because our color didn't really affect ne- didn't affect us negatively. Like my
0: mother-in-law and my wife have told me, you know, like when I grew up and I got my driver's licence, my parents didn't have to set me down and go, If a cop pulls you over, yeah. you don't do yeah, nothing, you keep the, your hands up and all that. They didn't have to we which don't is know why what that's you like. got out
1: of the car to go pee. Yeah, to, to go pee. And we got pulled yeah, over. Exactly. Because Yeah. You if know, you were a black dude. Yeah, who knows what? what no happened. way you'd have ever done that because somebody would have told you.
0: Yeah. You don't You don't move, you do exactly <laughs> what they say, keep your hands you yeah. know. So uh, So there's that's where it comes to like Those conversations need to be had, and us as a race need to try our best to understand it. Even though we're to,
1: we fully have some empathy and yeah, acknowledge them. Because if if we just do the color blindness thing and don't acknowledge color, you're not then we're never gonna heal any kind of old as a country or as people. As yeah, and we like I mainly try to focus on doing what I can for my part on a small level in relationships with other people. Like, and I think that's what it's going to take for a larger change to happen is for individuals to like, try to do what they can to, yeah. to relate to each other and understand each other and all that. yeah That's the only way like, A large change can happen, in my opinion. But I'm just a telephone man. I'm not politician. (laughs) I'm just a part salesman, dealership. But, but I think if I can like go through a day and do something to, to try to heal that, then then I've done what I can. And like, you know,
0: it's definitely a lot of work that needs to be done, and it's going to take both
1: both sides to
0: compromise. Yeah, Or all races too? Even. So you know, it's, <laughs> it's so primarily it's so always black complex. and white, you know, yeah. but like, there's a guy I work with, uh, he's Mexican and his name's German. Whoa. Yeah. The well, the way you say his name in, uh, Spanish is Herman. Yeah. And he said, it's just so much easier to tell people to just call me German. Yeah. You know, cause that's what it means. But he's like, his parents <clears throat> moved here from Mexico, but like when he'll go home, they'll go home to visit family in Mexico. When he gets down there, they're like, gringo. You know, and all that, and he said he comes back here, and then they're like, "Uh, "You fucking Mexican." Yeah. You know, he's like, "Where the hell do I even fit in?"
1: And just think about that thing with his name, like how that has to affect you on an emotional level. Growing up, like, yeah, you're you're taking one of the essential things about you, your name. Yeah. And you have to change it to make other people comfortable. But I would, t-
0: yeah, I'll tell you this, though. <clears throat> he is one of the coolest laid back guys I've ever met. He never gets mad. And it, like I've asked him, I was like, teach me. How do you keep that, <laughs> that, that you know, mellow tone? He's like, I mean, I get mad sometimes, but at some stuff I look at it like, why am I going to get mad at it when I have no control over it? Just that's, brush it off and keep going. That's the
1: secret, dude.
0: Yeah, and he's like one of the coolest dudes I've ever met through my job. Awesome guy, man. But maybe we'll get it right one day. <laughs> <laughs> or more it's, people will. We're either going
1: to get it right <clears throat> or it's going to go way wrong. Yeah. One way or the other.
0: Let's hope it's not, <laughs> not that way, but yeah, you, know, you
1: can't tell. I, I got hope. I think
0: if everybody was the same, this world would be boring. I, I think if we, In some if, ways. We,
1: if we get, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of really old people in politics, with really old ideas that have been there since forever.
0: Dude, how do <laughs> how do you just get a job? Like, sorry, yeah. people, I know I preached since I was <laughs> going to do this. It won't be political, but let's just say, it's fine. let's just say this: How does somebody just get a job in that? And it's like you're here till you die. Yeah, there's no reelection. Look, they don't there's let no people
1: that old work.
0: Anywhere. Jobs else, of
1: any importance when it comes to making money, there should be a cutoff. If it's like a for-profit company, people after a certain age, they're gone. Yeah, like like, you're retired. Yeah, now, look at
0: Joe <laughs> Biden. Like he's almost close to being five-second Tom from <laughs> Fifty First Days.
1: Hi, I'm Tom. Yeah, you know. It's just like, why are we? I don't know, why are we electing people?
0: They're still stuck in the past. Who, it's
1: just Like, they don't represent most of the people in America. No, not like, in these days and times at <clears throat> all. So, I don't know. In these, like, lifetime terms, yeah. That's nonsense. Yeah. Like, you don't just... I mean, there's a few jobs out there where you can get tenure or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Other than those, like, you don't just get a job, and then if you do badly, you just still have a job. Yeah. Like... When it comes to their money, they'll fire you, but if it's like, you know, you're keeping the right people in power who've always been in power, so you're good. You just yeah. keep doing what you're doing. What, um,
0: I guess before we stop, but let's do uh, a little bit on movies, I guess. Like, have you kept up with all the Marvel stuff and any of that much? I just watched
1: Eternals. How was that? I haven't I watched it yet. It. Really? It was so different. Uh Okay. It's a, it's really strange, you know. It's, it it's, it's a much more diverse cast, and like, it, it's just, it, it didn't feel like MCU. Like the other as stuff. much as like all the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. it felt a little different. It's, it's. it's got See, some I was kind of, like,
0: <clears throat> I was kind of worried about when Endgame happened. You know, it was just the conclusion of all those movies. I'm like. Are they going to be able to keep this momentum and keep going? Right. I know. would have
1: been fine if they ended it. Like, I, me too. Honestly, Endgame was, was just great. It was amazing. Yeah. That there were so many like fulfilling moments at the end of that. Where I was Like when like, Captain
0: America got the hammer? Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was like, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my, me too. <laughs> that and then my one of my other favorite moments from the Avengers is when Thor comes down with the axe for the first time. Yeah. And he's like...
1: Uh, with, Hulk's like, "Oh, y'all are so screwed now." <laughs> with uh, such awesome, with the Zeppelin
0: song playing.
1: Yes. Oh my god, it was perfect. That was that was a perfect moment in a movie. There. It was. And like, <laughs> his beard braids itself. <laughs> he looks all like put together again. It's such a good redemption arc. It was. And it, it that's that character, man. He's 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 got that arc. He's he's like. Keeping it all together, doing yep. it himself, self wills. You know, who's
0: your who's your favorite out of the Avengers? Like, the actor that just actor, nailed it for you, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, sure. I, I mean that, that's everybody. The guy right. who,
1: it's his fault. MCU is what it is today. Like, like him, and then uh, Wesley
0: Snipes doing Blade back in the day. Like, I didn't even two. realize that was Marvel until that was? recently. Yeah, well, I didn't either. I mean, you knew it was a comic book, yeah, but. Man, what, the new guy that's playing Blade looks really good, uh, and I think he's gonna do well. I just started
1: reading something. That's where I learned that it was a Marvel thing. Yeah, but nobody's gonna do it like Wesley did. The haircut, just the <laughs> it was the, so, the growling it voice, was so cool, man. Yeah, and the the music from that <clears throat> the f- the first scene yeah. of the
0: first Blade when he cuts all those dudes up and that man,
1: yeah, that was that was good stuff. I didn't I didn't know how good we had it back then.
0: No. Compared
1: to, like, after the, that, they did, like, Underworld and stuff, and it was like, eh.
0: I like the first Underworld, first and I like okay. Rise of the lycans It yeah. was a fresh take, but. Eh.
1: But it, that was just something I You know, a movie kind of
0: close to that that I, I was really surprised didn't get a sequel or something else was The Covenant.
1: That was such a good movie, I thought. I have seen it. Really? Uh, it, it takes a lot for me to, like start a new yeah movie journey
0: and man with with DC Brandon, Brandon Holyville said it a long time ago like I asked him I was like how do you think you know now they got a superman and they got Ben Affleck's going to be Batman I was like how do you think they're going to do that and with Jason Momoa on board he said they're going to rush it and they're going to fuck it up <laughs> and he hit it I mean yeah. hit the dude hit the what nail was the Aquaman
1: hand. that could have been like it was fun I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, it but, but none of them it just looked so rushed like it, bad. It, it was just like they threw this <clears throat> movie plot together. There there wasn't nothing in it that I really liked. The the only on newer to.
0: one they've done that's really that I liked a lot as far as the story and just everything was The First Wonder Woman. I haven't seen it. It, it they done pretty good with it, but I'm hoping Robert
1: Pattinson is going to pull Batman off He's a he's, great actor. He is. He, so the the Twilight thing really like pigeonholed him, yeah. for a minute. But he's got a lot more to him. But see, he I, could do
0: it when when everybody complained about it. I wouldn't. I don't remember it as a kid. But you know, uh, Michael Keaton got a lot of hate when he got Batman because Mister Mom's gonna play Batman. Yeah, dude, but he was from, good. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> but but from my point of view, is when when they said Heath Ledger's going to be the Joker, I remember going, the guy from 10 Things I Hate About You? But when the first trailer played, it didn't even show him, but the laugh at the end, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. This. Yeah. It's such a shame that he passed away, but what a movie to go out on because I've went back and watched it multiple times and man, that is some It's a perfect performance, in my
1: opinion. And to do it so different
0: and gritty like he did compared to what they were in the past.
1: Like, as much as I love Batman and Batman Returns and Batman Forever as a kid, they were Tim Burton movies. All his movies had. Yeah, I love Tim Burton, but they all had that. They're shiny and they're like, colorful and they're. 90s. Those. They're 90s action flicks. You know, Prince did the soundtrack for one of them. That was cool. Yeah. But, like like Batman Begins, that was like a story. That was like a, like it had some gravity to it. Me and Wes
0: and some other people, I remember we went to go see that and like, sign me up. If it's Batman, Spider-Man, Ninja Turtles, that was my thing as a kid. Yeah. I'm there. I remember coming out of it like, I, I've i never been big on reading the comics. I went back and looked notes to yeah. try and they're trying to note, but I was like, holy <clears throat> shit. They made him like a ninja, which yeah. makes sense.
1: Right. Because that's, <clears throat> That's like the only way that guy could become a superhero. He didn't have powers. Yeah. He just had to get good at fighting and stuff. Yeah. And like, and like how it showed him going be homeless and all yeah. that before it. He had an arc. He had a journey. He didn't just like get powers one day.
0: Yeah. I, I liked that whole trilogy. I, think I that, thought it was good.
1: That went back to like Frank Miller. Frank Miller? The... the guy that did the comic books for like dark Knight, Mm-hmm. that you know he also did sin city yeah, yeah yeah i remember sin city so he did the comics and those movies were like direct storyboards from the comic books into film it's you yeah. go back and look at them but all those i think it's frank miller's his name all those are like really <coughs> gritty dark stories yeah
0: I, I give Robert Pattinson all the credit in the world for stepping up and wanting to do it because Christian Bale was really great. And for me, Ben Affleck, that chin in that mask, it really, it, it, it was comic book-like. Like, yeah. it, he looked great, and I liked him as Batman, but you just didn't get a movie with just him, yeah you know, like we got with Christian Bale. No, the only thing with Bale, I didn't like the whole talking. I hated that part. It, it but threw me
1: off after a while. I was like, all right, just just talk. Just talk, <laughs> I man. I can't understand you.
0: Yeah. And Tom Hardy done a good job with Bane.
1: I didn't I know mean, Bane from anybody yeah. going into that movie. And I was like, who is, who is this guy? Where? Did they, I've never seen him before.
0: And he's so perfect as Eddie yeah. Brock, too. Is that... Venom. Yeah, okay. Have you watched Venom? Uh-uh. I know like peripherally. The the best part about about Venom to me, most superhero movies or comic book characters, they're all going to get be shredded, just beefed up, you know, yeah. look like, you know, a titan or whatever, but with him, he looks like a slob, almost <laughs> homeless like, and I'm like, "Yes,
1: that's what you need." That's the kind of guy you can relate to. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's a great actor too, though. Tom Tom Hardy does really yeah.
1: well. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: But we'll see. We'll see how he does with uh, Batman. I hope it turns out good. I'll just wait
1: and watch it on HBO Max at home. Yeah, that's. I love HBO Max these past couple of years. They've I really just watched, like saved my life when it comes to movies. I watched
0: uh, two episodes of Peacemaker. Peacemaker. He's from. Is John Cena playing the guy from Suicide Squad? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, dude! It's picture corny eighties action like the Tim Burton movies. Yeah. That's that's it. It's so stupid that you can't stop watching it. Is what I it like is. That.
1: Did you ever see Jonah Hex? Yes. <laughs> it was so bad. It Like it was an awesome premise. When I went in that movie theater I was expecting like How'd you get they're that gonna make this face? like a like a West like feel like a Western or something. Like yeah. and it was just like all these futuristic Civil War era gadgets and yeah. And Almost like a
0: Wild Wild West. Yeah, it's yeah. what
1: it felt like was Wild <laughs> Wild West. And, it, you know, it, if Will Smith would have been in it, maybe it would have saved it. Yeah, maybe. But, and I I like that guy. Uh, you know the... uh
0: played him. Uh, Josh Brolin? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. He's a good his, actor.
1: His Tommy Lee
0: Jones. Oh, oh, yeah, and the Men in Black. Yeah, so it knocked good. it out of the park. Dude. Yeah, he did good.
1: Only person in the world who could have pulled that off. And then, you know, all those, like... Then he done the Thanos Coen, the and the Coen Brothers he, movie. Uh, Jeff Bridges. It was a remake of a John Lane movie.
0: Oh, True Grit.
1: True Grit. That was a great remake. His part in that it was so different, and he played kind of like <clears throat> almost mentally slow. Yeah. Bad guy. It <clears throat> was like it was, I I, it was miss,
0: great. I miss good westerns, man. They're I think there. That, I think that's why Yellowstone is doing as good as it yeah. is because it's something people wanted to see because you that, got they got away from Western type movies for a
1: long time. There's that aspect, and then there's people like this guy right here on the soundtrack. Tyler yeah, Childers and, is and on there. Have you watched Spurs. the
0: show? Yeah. You know the I'm guy. Not that, up to date. So. Uh, okay, no <laughs> spoilers, but the guy that plays Walker, mm-hmm. Ryan Bingham. Yeah. Have you listened to his music? I
1: love Ryan Bingham. Oh,
0: dude, he's great. I, I when I saw him show, <laughs> I was like, Are you? See, You're I me. Justin let me hear it because Justin's big in all this I've, stuff too. I've seen him in the like, Tyler Children's show. Yeah, he's an old, old man. Yeah, <laughs> in a thirty-six-year-old body, but he showed me Ryan Bingham one time. Uh, his music. Yeah. And then when I was seeing him on the show and he started singing, I was like, "Wait a minute, Justin,
1: is this the same?" He's got guys? such a distinctive voice, like you can't yeah. mistake that guy. Uh,
0: they said Taylor
1: Sheridan brought him on just for soundtrack, and then they're like. Man, you need to be in this. When he started showing up in in that part, I was like, "Is he gonna? Is he gonna actually be in the show?" And he plays
0: it so good. But they said he helped him and yeah, the guy that like plays a, Lloyd. They both helped all the guys learn everything.
1: Yeah, he's like an actual rancher or something. Like the
0: first time you see him, when he's like, "Did you get that hat for sucking dick?" And, <laughs> Are you a cowboy? He's like, from a look at your truck, you're sucking plenty. <laughs> it, 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 right there, I was like, I love this yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner was made for that role, though. He does suck. So. He's been good in a lot of stuff, though, man. I didn't I know he was him. a musician.
1: He has a band. Do yeah. you know what Jeff Bridges is? Yes, I did. He's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Have you ever heard of Jeremy Renner? Jeremy Renner. The guy that plays Hawkeye? Hawkeye, uh-uh. The dude, he has got a voice. And I mean like a – not as good as Steve Perry, but that style voice. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what's crazy. the New York State of Mind? You know the song? And Maybe if you heard it, but you can – Probably would, him, yeah. You can look him up when he was on Jimmy Fallon. You know, he always loves to do music stuff on there. And
1: he – Wait. I <clears> – <throat> There was a commercial or something with him in it with one of his songs. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, he, he yeah.
0: dropped an album. I never listened to it, but he's got a really good voice.
1: You know, what's funny is that from that Dexter revo- or the podcast for the new... Michael C. Hall's band? Yeah. I didn't know that existed. It was... <laughs> it's out there, too. It's, it's like David Bowie-esque. Yes. It's, it's, you nailed it. It's so strange because, yeah. like, it's Dexter. <laughs> like, what's he doing? It's do? when you – that that
0: was probably the hardest thing for me with Dexter dying is he does the character so good. Like, I'm never going to see him as nothing else.
1: Yeah. There's no way. Like,
0: it's, it's a blessing and a it, curse for an actor.
1: I think what really makes people to connect to that character is the voiceovers that where he's be- talking in his head and yeah. all that yeah cause like if you notice like when those are going on it's like he's not just explaining to you what's happening he's like thinking the things that you're thinking and like that's what you're hearing Yeah. and so there's like this the, that this UTV connection. show
0: is the same way the guy that plays the main character him talking is 90% him thinking in his head yeah. in the show. So,
1: all well, right. man, we've covered we it all the way back to Dexter. Yep. So Twice. That's that's a good place to end <laughs> it on.
0: Again, thanks for coming and doing it, and definitely no want to have you do it again. I'll do it. All right, and we're out.